0: NFL is back and we are back for our Monday morning football part two. Pro Football Ireland, baby, Ireland's biggest American football podcast, Michael McQuaid. In part two, delighted to be joined with Mr. Connor Mangel, the guy that's flown, kicked the hand egg around a few times. Connor, uh, Kajmars, man, how you doing?
1: Oh, Tommy, grandma. I guess. Uh Tommy uh oh. absolutely brilliant. <laughs> At the moment, after watching what an opening day we'll call that the opening day because Thursday, bit of a preamble. You know, this was the day. This is the day where everyone was texting each other screenshots and sending each other tweets and everything was going nuts. Everyone's fancy teams were going off or absolutely tanking in week one. Um just absolutely savage stuff. So Michael, sum it up for us actually.
0: Oh god, you're me on the spot now. I'll just <laughs> I'll just start off by saying that Presented by it, Sport the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. Uh, props to everybody we met in the Woolshed earlier on. Thanks to Mikhail for doing that live hit from the Woolshed in part one. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, it's on the podcast network now, but you'll see it on the video. Um, I guess just, just, just first off, Connor. Um, before we go into talking about the late window, is there anything from the early window that you would like to bring up? Because I, I like look. I think the general consensus for me anyway is. Slow start to the season. Like there was some interesting games in the early window. Um we will talk about it in a wee second, but that late window just delivered. Like what we witnessed there a few minutes ago was like what the actual hell? But like do you know what I mean? Like, but is is there anything just with the first few games that you've seen or wanna or just want to mention so you have it on point at some point this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we were texting back and forth there. Like, some interesting stuff right right off the bat was what happened to the Bengals? What happened to the Bengals of uh, six months ago? Um, but then again, you're like, oh, well, Deshaun Watson may be back, so uh, maybe that's what happened to the Bengals. Um, a rainy day, just like a wet Tuesday evening in Cork or something that they were playing in, proper Ohio weather, Battle of Ohio. Um, turned out to not be a battle at all. Uh, Browns uh, really kind of stepped up, and I thought they were they were class. And then a few exceptions. Then the Bucks, I think, came out and actually played. I don't think many people were expecting that. Um, Taking a look at your predictions there, uh, profiled Ireland's predictions. Everyone had uh, the Vikings (laughs) in that game. All all four people, including Bet888. So there you go. You know, Bucks winning at 2017. Um, Ravens, I think, showed exactly why you have to respect the Ravens. They're just, uh, they, they can go out and do that. Jack can go out and do that. Also, they have Odell Beckham Jr. Like, yeah, did everyone forget about that? I think they did. Um, just class. And then, yeah, the Jags kind of, a little bit surprising to me. I think the Jags came into their own, um, had a great running game. And then, obviously, uh, they have they have Lawrence. Like, he was, like, talked about coming out of high school and being first-round draft pick. Didn't have a lot of chances. You know, he only went through so many issues there with Urban Meyer and everything else. And they looked they looked very competitive. Um, and then the 49ers looked like, as we talked about last week with Michaela, they looked like they could be Super Bowl contenders right off the bat. Purdy's the real deal. Uh, great kicker in Moody as well. Uh, got rid of Robbie Gold. Everyone's was like, why would you get rid of him? He's Mr. Consistent. They drafted Moody and he had a perfect game. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, was just his usual elegant class mobile self. So... That's kind of my, my my takeaway from that those games um, was was kind of that few upsets, but yeah, it wasn't until six minutes ago that everything started going tits up <laughs> and everything started going crazy in the fourth quarter with about five minutes left in three games. It just it just went off. It went off.
0: It went off like Jared Goff. My man. Um, public acknowledgement and, and apologies for not having you on that graphic. We're working on it. Can't say any more than four people on it. I feel bad. All good. All your,
1: budget budget I, constraints. Bet eight eight five. Bet eight eight eight. Budget constraints.
0: Yeah. Shout out to our our, our dear friends. Uh, it is more, uh, 18 plus B Gamblemore. Uh It is six a.m. in the morning for some people listening to this. So we we will harp on from that. But yeah, it's just, it's funny yep. to look at picks and, and hear picks. I'll find a way to find a way to get you onto that at some point. No doubt and appreciate you being a part of this. Not just. In terms of what you just said, like some fantastic analysis there. Like let's let's quickly jump on this before we talk in some interesting games here. Yeah. Um, like yeah, I guess first off for people for for people listening to this, Monday morning football is a recap of the Sunday, apart from Sunday night football. I think for too long people have been waiting for Irish, UK, whatever analysis, um, until Monday evening because people have got jobs. Yada yada yada. I think it takes someone to grab it by the cojones. And have a around the NFL crap style podcast for Monday morning. Now this is not crap. This is elite, you know. So it is. It's, it's so it's
1: it is. It is seven fifty p.m. Eastern time. You know, it's four fifty. This PM guy here, <laughs> Pacific time. It is you know ten to one Irish time. That's when we're recording this right before Sunday night football. Uh, just so everyone knows, and this is what we had just witnessed was was mental. I don't know. Do you want to talk about Dolphins Chargers? Just I want to, to talk about right that, but I,
0: I I want to very quickly because we're not going to get time to talk about this. Talking about Dan Whelan, I want to I want to give a shout out to his ma. And
1: yes, you sent me
0: sent me some pictures earlier on, like on like like I shouldn't even say this, but like thank you very much because that like like that's been quoted in like four or five different papers online tonight, like. But I think it just it sort shows you the sort of people that they are. Like they're decent down there of people, but more so, um, you know. Don making history tonight. Thirty-eight years it took for another Irish-born player to be there. You obviously know Dan. Um, mm-hmm. What did you make of his performance as, as a guy in a similar position to yourself?
1: Um, very, very impressive. Now, what I'm, what I'm quite happy about Dan is, and I'm just, I'm making sure his stats are the exact same. He didn't have another punt right before the end. Um, he was very calm going into this. I actually texted him this morning, just good luck, little Irish message. Um, and he was very relaxed, very excited. And he just said, "I'm going out there to make Ireland proud. We're going to show them what the Irish can do." Which, which I love that you know he knows exactly where he's coming from. I'm sure his parents like are just electric with with having watched him. Um, obviously, sent on some uh, pre-game footage him warming up, and he had a very very consistent game. So uh, if if you didn't watch it because the other game is so electric, Packers kind of blew out the Bears a little bit. Um, he had five punts for 249 yards, averaging 49.8. Proper elite punting average in the nfl the average is probably 43 or 44 per season so he averaged close to 50 50 with a 68 yard long might add michael a 68 yard long punt which after bomb did go for a touchback but just shows you the power that he has and then he was also dealing with Carlson, um who's very new they drafted Carlson, very good kicker um and you know he held for Carlson's 52 yarder so then people don't know either punters typically do all the holding absolute perfect money hold and carlson nailed it so uh him the long snapper uh, and the kicker all gelled really really well and basically made probably made jordan love's life a lot easier too and getting in good position for your defense
0: so i love it.
1: well man. done daniel whelan well done daniel brilliant stuff
0: whelan abu the abu they you should have screenshot of that text and put it up like Look what I got. I love it. 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 Um, Just for people that are like, like, you know, you'll have one lad wherever you are if you're in uh, Ballybrack or Ballymina going, sure that boy there was in Dublin. He didn't watch any of the second. Well, I'll have you know folks that thanks to our good friends at Free Ireland and O2 UK across the border that I watched Red Zone the whole way home. And when I say I watched Red Zone I was driving like this. (laughs) Now, Obviously, we promote safe driving on this podcast. And yes, of course, do that, of course, my wife drove me back from Dublin. Of course she did. Uh, so I've seen everything, apart from the first five minutes I think, of the Packers game and the first five minutes of the Dolphins-Chargers game. Got back home, um, coming up to like four or five minutes to go on the third of the Patriots-Eagles game and the, and the Dolphins-Chargers game. Anyway, enough enough crap talk on my end. Let's get into this. Now, yeah. Tua was... 28 of 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Sweet mother of Nazareth. What a game. The lead changed like six times in the second half.
1: Yeah, this isn't like baseball averages. This isn't a hit in the Hitting a whole rodeo. This is a guy running 250 yards. This is a guy passing 466 yards. Unreal. 36. Unreal. And 34. I mean, I think I think was, was it wasn't too uh, pretty close to passing the all time Miami single game passing record. I'm not I, sure if he yeah. actually did or not, but he came extremely close to actually doing it in the opening game of the season. So, absolutely unreal. Now, bottle job specialists are the Tolphins and the Chargers. And they both did their best to try and lose this game, slash try to win this game, I thought. Um, like we were texting back and forth right before the end. Um, and it looked like the Chargers were going to win. You actually, actually sent me a text like, Chargers are going to win. Chargers are going to win. They have this. Wow. They have this.
0: Well, wow. the, the tax that we were sending <laughs> were Miami, unbelievable. Bleep me. What a bleeping game. <laughs> Chargers go win is, 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 is what I said. I, I guess I'll say this, like, because, like, look, we're not going to do this game justice in 20 minutes. However, can, can I just say my two cents from both sides here? For me, first off, it's I think back to that game against the Baltimore Ravens last year, or two was an electric, electric. And everyone thought, yeah. oh my sweet Jesus, this team's going to be incredible. And uh, I just hope that they get a season, they get the full whack. And to Kambold because he deserves this. He's such a great player. And that offense is unreal. But never mind the offense, the way the defense stood up to the Chargers at the end and stopped them. Vic Fangio was sitting like chilled as ch- chilled af, doesn't care less, sitting happy days. But then also like Connor, like I think you've seen Herbert go off and that offense, especially go off for the Chargers, deflated. Like, and the thing is like. Like people saying, no, "Oh, you're driving up the road from Dublin." I've seen that Eckler run. I can't believe Ackler's rec- record run in his career was only 55 yards, and he made it today. Like, like that was a hell of a performance in the Chargers, and any other game they would have won it. So, I look, I get the whole choker thing, but this was two great teams, two superb performances, regardless of you know how many points they conceded. That's two teams that are going to go far in the AFC, and it shows you just how stacked the AFC is because one of these teams could miss out by not being a wildcard team and I just feel yeah. like, where do we go from here you know
1: well I think Justin Herbert is just a pure competitor he's kind of like what Baker Mayfield should be I think he's got mm-hmm. that competitiveness of Baker Mayfield that kind of grit but then he's got he that like, dog in him. I think he's got that dog <laughs> in him. yeah he does he certainly does but he's got this like he doesn't have that, um, you know, extrinsically cocky, confident, you know, like on the type of, type of attitude I think Nathan has sometimes. He, he's he got it all together. And, I mean, I don't think him or Tua are the ball jobs at all. It's those teams going back the last, you know, like five seasons or so. Are, they kind of have this bodily kind of kind of record where, like, they go out in a game like this and, like, the Dolphins looked unbelievable and then Chargers came back and then you're kind of thinking, right, tight game and kind of the charges should have should have probably won it in the end um but you know dolphins kind of came up big and um to your point you know if the dolphins can actually stay fit and healthy like Tua and hill in particular like those those tweets i was sending you were just were just amazing about uh, about Tua and hill everyone's going off on them on twitter saying like this, this is the duo we really wanted you know is this a reason why Ty- tyreek hill left kansas city left Super Bowl champion left back because wanted to go to Tua. Um, he wanted to go to Miami. They wanted to play in nice weather and want playing games like this. I think you know and be be the guy. Um, and he certainly was today. Him into a brought it home for them. Um Yeah, I'll see. I'm interested to see how the Chargers respond to this mm. and whether they whether they overthink it. Whether you know, as you said, they're they're pissed coming off. Um,
0: so I'll well, we'll see. Good we'll news, see Connor. They're they're playing the Titans, the Vikings, and the Raiders next, and the Cowboys. So they'll be grand, no? They should be
1: fine. Definitely (laughs) win that last game anyway.
0: If you feel, folks, that it's 7 o'clock in the morning and you're not getting high-end analysis, you should be because we are. We're we're, we're trying our best. However, Jeff Rimbled's live every Monday night at approximately 9 p.m. or whenever Jeff can get his Zoom to work or whenever you can get a stream yard to work so will there will be more analysis on this tomorrow and um, ju- just a really really enjoyable game Connor. and I feel like we're not doing the justice by going into this but I-, I guess one thing I'll say about it before we move on is I'm a Broncos fan and I've seen River Craycraft like we, we never utilized them <laughs> the guy looks like an absolute world beater for the Dolphins so I'll just go with that there but they look so good and you, you just hope that they're both in with a chance coming week 18 because I feel if- like a neutral fan deserves to see both these teams in the playoffs whether that's a wild card or divisional round game I'd love them to run it back time will tell but if I'm the New England Patriots and I'm looking at that Miami Dolphins team never mind the Buffalo Bills I'm terrified should, should we talk about the Patriots?
1: yeah I was just I was just going to kind of bring them up I mean like that's who that's who you got to get past like Mac Jones can, can Mac Jones go, go up against those and kind of like I don't think he can outplay Herbert or two. I just, just me thinking right now. Me seeing what I saw today, they um, had a great chance. I mean, one, one of the tweets I think I sent you here was from Paul Connor. Like, Jibril peppers just hit Jalen Hurts like Bugs Bunny did the monster to make him cough up the ball. Wow! <laughs> and that was with I think about like three and a half minutes to go. Uh, Patriots got the ball on like in, in that in the other half. It's a five point game. Mac Jones. Let's see it. Bring it home, baby. Bring it home, baby. A minute later, I think it was a fumble recovery. Back in the Eagles' pocket,
0: game over, game over. I, I, I I think there's that, but I think there's also a couple of different elements, and it like I fully agree with what you're saying. Like I like, when I was going back from well, I know you called
1: uh, it. Well, let let me let me get this. I know you said one of your predictions was you thought that the Patriots might win five games this year, and Bill's gonna be out.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that key bills so last year.
1: You think anything based on what happened today that that's that's still in See, your mind? I, or... This
0: this is where it's really difficult. I, I and this is where it's sometimes it can be difficult to to do a, like an instant reaction podcast to this because you know for the first half of this, game... is what
1: the people want, though, Michael? Like we want to know yeah. what you think right now. It.
0: Well, okay. Well, the genuine opinion for me would be that I'm going to get hit on here, but like they were 16 zip down and they looked. Dog awful, and well, and like, look. There's many factors in that. There was the weather for a start. There was the fact that Patriots, even with the final score being twenty five to twenty, have no run game whatsoever. Like Ezekiel Elliott, twenty nine yards on the day. I think he almost he almost fumbled one as well. Uh, Stevenson, look, that game to me, in my opinion, the biggest storyline for me in that game is. How the hell did the Eagles not pull away, and how the hell did they find a way to keep letting New England get back into it? And I think the biggest test for me, Connor, is of the Patriots when they were given—they were given like two opportunities in the fourth quarter to get that ball back and to get down the field, and they couldn't do it. And I—and I think while Mac Jones tries his best with what he has around him, I. Like, look, I was impressed with Kendrick Bourne, especially the two grabs that he got in the end zone. But outside of that, and outside of Stevenson and Henry, who else have they got? Like, that Eagles team's stacked, and they're going to be there coming the yeah. out of the year. But I just don't feel like like the Patriots are of the level required, especially, and this is unfortunate for them, especially in the division that they're in. They don't have the time now to, to try and see what works. And... It just sort of confuses me as to how somebody le- as legendary as Bill Belichick can sit can sit there for six to eight months and not bring in the high end quarterback instead of Kevin Mac Jones. Like they must have been after Aaron Rodgers, you know?
1: Oh, you think it's, they're it's, gonna man. dump him?
0: No, no, I don't. I think they like. I think you you, you um, asked me with Jeff and so about there now. Like,
1: okay, I was gonna yeah. say like come mid season, you think they're gonna want to change?
0: No, I I, I I I don't think they will. now. I think. In you know, 54
1: think, pass attempts today, Mac Jones, mm, that's, that, that's a lot.
0: It is a lot. I, I, think, I think the thing is, like it, it, yeah, you have to go back to 2020. And look, you're always going to come into a poison chalice whenever Brady goes. But to bring in Cam Newton and then bring in Mac Jones would never have that answer or that position. I think for somebody as legendary as their head coach, I think you have to ask questions along the lines of, what's the long-term play here, lads? Like, what are you doing here? That being said, look, yes, 54 pass attempts, three touchdowns in a day, and on a different day, like we were talking about, like, red zone being nuts at the end there, mm-hmm. a different day, they, they would have won that game 27-25, and we'd all be sitting there going, Jesus, the, the Eagles are bad well, boys. Isn't isn't that the
1: Patriots' way? Isn't that the Patriots' way to start off slow like that, They go down 16-0 to look like trash, and then they slowly come back, and they work their way in, back into the game, and then they actually do it. They actually get the ball back with about three and a half minutes left. And then, yeah, they they run the clock down to the, the Belichick way, run it down to about a minute, maybe even less, so you don't want to score too quick. You score 27-25, defense makes one stop, game mm-hmm. over. That would be the way to go. That's that. That's the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick way, but now we're dealing with the Mac Jones, Bill Belichick way. So. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was impressed with the Eagles, but then it looked like rustic. Yeah, like when Jalen when Jalen Hart is the man, he is the absolute man. He really is. But when he starts doing stuff like that in the fourth quarter, you're kind of like, Oh god, this is this this is this is no. No, don't do this, don't do this with the Belichick. So I don't know, but they 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 got away with it. Maybe it's the wake-up call they need. I know Devontae Smith at one point was being like triple teamed. So he, they like, Patriots obviously did their homework and knew that that he was their big danger man. So, um, yeah, it was it it was a weird one. It was, you know, if you were a betting man, you were probably pulling your hair out. You'd have been that game. You're probably going nuts.
0: The, the, the three strands that I have left in my hair, <laughs> I I will say before we swiftly move on here, um, I shouldn't be saying this because it's not right, but I'm going to say it. I'd love to know what you because we we haven't talked about this. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo was dicey on that today. Now he this is the guy that was getting a lot of flack in the off season for lack of trying or not being as energetic or as good at his job last season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. I wasn't buying it today. There was that was it was it Kendrick Bourne at the end where he was like, Did he have two feet in Jim? And it's like, mate, the guy's four and a half thousand miles away. And I can tell you straight up like <laughs> he didn't have the two feet in, like, and and, and they were contact lenses and I'm wrecked but you know <laughs> just yeah like it was a wee bit he seemed a wee bit off so hopefully tony because i like i i would to interview jim nance so like i I like, I like the cbs so like i i just feel like tony's jacked out i shouldn't be saying that enough, but i do feel like it wee bit.
1: well he was electric when he began do you remember he would he would he would call plays three it's seconds nuts. before the play ran every every single time every single team and people are like, "Oh, yeah, this is why this is why you left Dallas because you get like you get to just do this. You don't have to play, and they're paying you tons of money. Like this is cushy. So maybe he thinks it's not a challenge, Michael. Maybe he thinks it's it's not hard enough. So he's just kind of like, oh, you know, I him paid. Everything's everything's merry. Whatever. Yeah, he had his two feet in. Yeah, sure he did. Yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but- I don't know.
1: You know, but I know if you sit in the same position." and you're followed by a lot of yes men and you're getting a lot of praise and that's all you are um, yeah. laziness creeps in you know creeps in the back door before you even notice it and and that's that so who knows
0: let's um, you, you talked about wheeling hashtag wheeling weddings this it's not even a thing uh, but it, it might is, be ma'am. at some point well yeah yeah hashtag wheeling weddings this let's talk about the Packers um, got to see a good bit of that game and like I would Talking about talking about both teams here, Connor. Uh, first time since 1992 that a quarterback other than Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers played as a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and Jordan Love walks in the Soldier Field on a day where you know if you look at the significance of it, the Bears fans were frothing at the mouth, ready for the kill, ready to go. This is our division now. This is our time. This is our moment. We're going to kill that. Is the
1: gen that is the general Chicago population, though, just just so everyone knows.
0: Uh, And I'm going to publicly say for the Bears fans on this uh, podcast hello, Kajem Artatu, and also my favorite city in America by a country mile. Amazing
1: fans, amazing fans. Bill Murray's a Chicago fan.
0: Um, but Jordan Love goes in, and it's like, wow, like you knew to see just the precision Mm. the decision making he's been sitting like a wee child watching his teacher for the last several years in the classroom and he's went in and he's made it his own and it's the same story again for Chicago like they scored 20 points take that away it was 30 at 14 basically in terms of outside of the fourth quarter Packers look comfortable I guess in terms of like you know people giving them flack Connor down through the last few weeks um, you're looking at a situation where Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dibes had over 100 yards on the day in terms of receiving and Aaron Jones, Boston I think they're going to win the NFC North Uh, they were the four favourite three weeks ago I Mm -hmm. think they'll win the NFC North and (coughs) I I don't know about Detroit but that's a whole different conversation but uh, Chicago, I mean do you think this is Justin Fields last year if this doesn't work out now?
1: I don't think it should be because I don't know if he has. I don't know if he has a, a ton around him yet. Um, I don't know if he's getting brilliant protection. I don't know if he has like legit weapons around him. Like I just like maybe a bit biased because I did watch him a good bit at Ohio State, and he was just unreal. Now Ohio State's quarterback depth is all is always like amazing. They always have you know like almost three starters, all the time. Like QB one, two, and three are always amazing. Um, like a few years ago, Cardell Jones was like their third string, and he stepped into, um, like the national championship game, won national championship and passed for something like, you know, 350 yards. It was unbelievable. And Justin Fields comes from that. And I remember watching him, and I was like, this guy can do anything. And I thought Chicago, good team to go to because at the time, they they really weren't going anywhere. They're kind of on a bit of a rebuild. And I was like, this is good. So not a whole lot of pressure on him. And he's just going to coast by and he's going to kind of go learn. Uh, Um, But what I see is if Aaron Rodgers is the Alex Smith of Green Bay Packers, then Jordan Love is potentially the Patrick Mahomes. I have been a massive, massive believer in please, please, please do not start your rookie quarterback immediately unless he's Joe Burrow. Um, Do not start your rookie quarterback immediately. Let him sit. Let him get into it. Let him get used to the speed. Let him get used to the physicality they will get used to um the way the game is played much different in college football um you're treated much different than a college football athlete you're a professional athlete so the reason why I think that is you know Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith and everyone was kind of like from from what I remember everyone's kind of like not forgetting about Patrick Mahomes but kind of forgetting about Patrick Mahomes when he was sitting on the bench behind him Alex Smith went down with that horrific injury and then Patrick Mahomes comes down and everyone's like who who the fuck is this kid and why the fuck is it so good at football this guy is unbelievable he is passing left right and center he can run he can move he can dance he can uh like he, he can do anything he passed underarm Pass sidearm Pass the regular way jordan love maybe we didn't see everything like that today but he came in he's been sitting behind the master obi-wan you know for three years learning 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 and you know, it kind of came today. He looked totally calm. He looked totally relaxed. Um, very like what Patrick Mahomes looks like in the sideline. Very calm, very relaxed. Um, you know, like water. He just he like water The frame it for his quote. He just becomes what's happening in front of him. And he's adaptable and he played an unbelievable game. Um and, you know, he's on a team with an Irishman on it. So, you know, he ends a good luck in his back pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. So so well done, Jordan Love. I did not think he would do that um but after watching today i i literally thought i was like yes you draft quarterback and don't play him don't play him let him sit behind a great quarterback like alex smith or like aaron Rodgers, and learn the game and have a chance to adapt have a chance to think about it as well like he had he, he knew exactly that he was going to be the starting quarterback he had a lot of time to prep for it packers yeah packers treated him very very well so i was. I was delighted to see that and they they played, they played an amazing game as I said beforehand 38-20 Chicago never looked back to going to get into the game and that's always a tough game no matter who you are Soldier Field's a very tough place to play as everyone knows he did not make it look that way whatsoever so you know Ireland beat the All Blacks in Soldier Field for the first time in 108 years now you know, Whelan's got his first win in Soldier Field. So um, I'm not sure if Neil O'Donoghue ever won there. He probably did, but let's just say the first win there for 38 years for an Irishman as well. So that played I, a lot of luck for us.
0: I will tax them and find out. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask them. Yeah, um, I'm not sure.
1: They were done a rant there, but yes, i was very No, like... I'll, though oh, I thought that was...
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean put it. No, like, like, no, like, no I, I, I don't think it was a rant. Like I, I, I will say, like... I love the passion, and just to go back onto the rugby thing there. If we win the World Cup and we kill the NFL season, the podcast's are over for a month. Not yeah, hard. sorry about that, lads. Yeah, it's not hot. You can not join
1: hard. us for you can join us for points though. No matter how how hard is it today just to get slightly off because we're we're kind of getting towards the the end of yeah, the Thursday yeah. night football. How difficult was it this weekend, especially today, to stay in tune with everything? You had all those football games going on. Hard. You had the US Open. You had Medvedev versus Djokovic. You had the Irish Open. If you were a big golf fan, that was going off. Um, you had the Rugby World Cup in Scotland versus South Africa, right in our group. Two tough games. After that, PG Wales, absolute cracker. Scotland being classic Scotland. Um, it was just, it, it was unbelievable. And then, right bang smack in the middle of it, Ireland versus Netherlands but we the only difference was that. Michael is yeah we didn't have Jason McAteer so unfortunately it, it couldn't happen we only had Adam right but so it was an unbelievable day to try and keep track of everything so um, if you're out there and you managed it or like let us know what you were thinking like what what sporting event was the biggest obviously football was just unbelievable but Christ it was hard to keep track of everything what a day for sport you're a sport fan oh my god
0: difficult day for, for Ireland and to have diversity and inclusiveness, and I'm being completely serious. You can see me in the video. I live in the north. Hard luck to the north as well. Um, and shout out to I think Ross who was telling me in the Discord chat about it. Um, yeah, not a not a great day in some cases, but a great day for the NFL. I, and I thought you were asking me about this directly for a start. I've I thought it I'm was asking easy.
1: Asking everyone, I'm
0: asking you. Down and the the road, also,
1: one one more thing to add to that. Last night, Utah State. Ross Balger, the man from um, I hope I Leash, wrong, Ross. Leash, 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 I was going to say me, Leash, played in front of, of, of 25,000 people, this Ross Balger kid, you've got to know him, he can kick off the right, left, uh, punt or field goals, they have not punting down there, they have him rolling out, had a very solid game again last night, had a better game his first game, um, he's rolling there with, uh, with the Idaho Bengals. So, unfortunately, they lost against Utah. It wasn't Ross' fault. He was his absolute best. So, uh, yeah, we had Ross punting uh, last night with Idaho. Daniel Whelan punting today with the Green Bay Packers. Um, it's, it's it's a you know, it's brilliant day to be an Irish football fan. Not a great day to be an Irish football fan, if you call it the same name.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, uh, right, we've got four minutes on that. We're, we're ending this call on some of the football stars because your boy got to add it and your boy got to get some Sleep. You got at was four o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna watch the whole Giants Cowboys game. Um, two elements. First off, isn't it funny how everyone can be so down on a team, and everyone can be so high on a team, and everyone can jump on a bandwagon like the Seattle Seahawks last season, and Matthew Stafford goes out and shuts them up. Two two well. the run. I haven't even got the guy's name. the The running back for the rounds, Kyron Williams, and and uh, is it yeah. P- Pucca the wide receiver man yeah. what a course by the Rams and I'll just I'll, I'll double joint this just in terms of if you want to sort of respond to both at the one time um, what a bad result for the Denver Broncos having a home game against the Raiders where you expect to see Russell Wilson go back two passing touchdowns on a day but only 177 yards and you know sweet mother of mercy the lovely looking Jimmy Garoppolo goes in does the job gets out alive I think Jacoby Myers is how he As a Broncos fan, am I surprised? No.
1: Well, if you remember from podcast last week, I think one of the championship games I did call was the Raiders. And They are kind of a sneaky good team. Jimmy Garoppolo is a sneaky good quarterback, although extremely handsome. He's the Brad Pitt of football He's just a gorgeous look of man. But they did it. I'm not a big fan of the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson was at his best five years ago. Um have one of the best head coaches in the league, but a head coach can kind of do so much with certain players. And I just feel the Broncos are a little bit disjointed, a little bit disjointed. They're a great kicker too. They got Will Lutz trade for from, from Saints. But they, they're just a little bit disjointed in what they were doing, what they're prepping to do. I think putting a lot of pressure on Russell, um, you know, please be brilliant. Please be your usual self. Um, I don't know, just don't have a ton of faith. in Now I'll say this and I'll come around. They'll be unbelievable. The season, who knows? I do like the Raiders though. I thought they played excellent. And then the Rams, all I heard from the Rams all last week was, Yeah, Matthew Stafford's too old. Yeah, Matthew Stafford's too old. Yeah, is isn't his shoulder but hurting? Yeah, I mean well, we watched him pre- we watched him in training camp. We watched him this, he watched him that. He says his shoulder, you know, the eighty five percent good, so you know, maybe, but yeah, I'm not sure. turkey <laughs> turkey against the Seahawks. Not a bottom match. Well done. Love Stafford. Always thought he was he was a great quarterback. Um probably stayed too long in the Lions, but now the Lions are killing it. But yeah. Great for him, and they were down a couple of injuries too. Um, so yeah, the Rams are definitely be one to look out for as well. Uh, Rams and the Raiders, maybe.
0: And like, I'm not sure if you've seen the video of Geno Smith shouting, Oh my god, when Aaron Donald was running towards him. It's quite funny if you can oh, yeah. Geno Smith. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: I saw it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> rolling in the Monday morning, like, Oh my god, um, oh my god, oh my god. Let's just uh, let's just leave it on this. Why should the Rams straight away our Donald? They're screwed financially anyway. Just keep them there. Wait. He'll win you a few games.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I certainly would. I don't see anything wrong with what they've done today. I mean, if you looked at that Rams game, um, Seahawks kind kind of looked a bit dangerous, but they the Rams were just they just outplayed them. They just beat them. So why wouldn't you just keep? everything in play, um, everything as it is, you know, like, that which is in motion tends to stay in motion, I think that's a law of physics, so let's keep things in motion, let's keep things as they are, that's how I would do it, I mean, don't don't mess with the soup.
0: Don't mess with the soup, I'm going to get a t-shirt with that on it, let's say, uh, let's make fool of ourselves to end this podcast and say this, it's 1.20am, who's going to win Sunday Night Football because the time this goes out is already over, I'm going to say the Cowboys, wreck the New York football Giants in MetLife Stadium because Daniel yeah, Jones I'm I'm is not worth I his kiss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon?
1: Um, Sorry, did you say, I I thought I heard you say Dak Prescott, right? Is that it? Dak Prescott wasn't working?
0: No, I I like I would be concerned. I think you said I, Dak
1: I, Prescott, yeah. I yeah, said,
0: yeah. like, look, a, a historic world-class franchise like the New York football Giants who have had Eli Manning as their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Many different players, superb players on our roster. Daniel Jake Jones Eagles is not standard. of the standard. Brilliant punter.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, I so I, I would agree to you. I thought it was a very surprising draft that they brought him in. Um, not to go back that far, but
0: never mind. paying him as a lot last season. Like they paid him 170 million the offseason. I know,
1: and they've been so patient with him. And he's kind of got the size and he looks like a guy where he'll make movements. If you cut his highlights together, you'd be like, This guy might be the best quarterback in the league he's uh he's strong he's quite fast he can make passes um he can stay in the pocket for a long time i don't really see it with him but the weapons he's got around him um like quad Barkley, that that's enough for me that's enough to kind of be be dangerous i think they've got a good team this year um if you're talking about guys getting paid like Dak prescott is getting paid way too much money in my mind um to be with the Cowboys, which is actually, you know, the most expensive franchise uh in the history of sports and they're worth about, you know, whatever, six billion dollars. Um I don't think the Cowboys have it with him. I just I don't trust them. I don't I watch a game and I don't feel like, yeah, I'm very comfortable with this. This will be fine. I never feel that way. The Giants I always feel like there could be a chance. Um yeah, Giants have this weird off-season momentum, kind of like uh, what the Lions had coming from last season. So, because uh, they weren't expected to make the playoffs last year, and they did, and they did, they did decent. So, uh, I'm definitely going with a Giants win. Um, but yeah, you got two quarterbacks, so I guess neither of us are big fans of. Um, but yeah, I would I would go with the Giants for Sunday Night Football. Um, I go with the money line on them. Cowboys are favourite I go with the money line that would be my bet and I did call the Lions on Thursday told you to go with the money line plus 235 the big upset for Kansas City put that on you know you've got $335 in your bank account so just go another 100 of the Giants happy days and please use bet 888
0: Iliad sports but yes bet responsibly and can I say folks if you have the ability to in, to invent the time machine go back in time and take his advice Um. That was it for us. I've enjoyed this. Big thanks to yourself, to Michaela. Uh, we'll be back next week, baby, as uh, Eamon Dumpy's. Real next.
1: quick, real quick, Michael. Monday Night Football, who you got? Because we're not going to talk.
0: <laughs> uh, Jets.
1: Massive Arn, game. Two of the Arn best quarterbacks. Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers is going to completely turn it on on Monday Night Football. And there'll be more on that with Jeffrey Alois' Rainbow Monday Night Live on YouTube podcast shortly after. And um, Jeff's going to Belfastia, to Dublin, to Derry, or Foyle, if you'd like to call it that. Cork and Limerick, my wife, is going to divorce me. Uh, the tickets are on sale now. <laughs> Dublin's almost sold out. Cork's going like wildfire. I don't know what's going on down in Cork with Jeff. H- happy that people love it. So uh, we'll take it in people
1: on. Cork people love football, my man. You
0: got to get down to Cork. I've been, I went down I'm a Cork man by the worried. way
1: so obviously I'm biased but it is the best county in Ireland um, um, yeah I would take I would take Giants and Jets why not New York double MetLife Stadium baby let's go
0: Jets minus seven and a half okay it's been great crack uh, folks appreciate your support it's Conor and you all mate. and I will chat to you soon
1: thank you Michael get some sleep in four hours I bye
0: that.